What's up, everybody? This is Fred Ricciani of TSC. We have right here on the line a very special guest. He is a rising actor. You may have seen him in Marvel Studios' Black Widow. We are talking to Martin Raspopov. Martin, thank you so much for joining us all the way from beautiful London. How's everything going? Thank you so much for, for having me, man. Absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Looking forward to chatting with you. You got a lot going on these days. And we've interviewed a lot of you know, veteran actors here and there. You're somebody that's kind of on the come up. We, we love to interview people on the come up as well. And man, you've got some cool projects in the works. But let's talk about the movie that's out right now. You are in Marvel Studios Black Widow. <laughs> you play a, a, I saw two different descriptions. I, I saw on Wiki a, a gulag and I saw a prisoner. I don't know how you would describe it. But it's pretty freaking awesome that you get to star in Scarlett Johansson's solo film. Can you just kind of describe that experience with the MCU and really how your life has changed since being in the film? To, it, to be honest, it, it was absolutely a crazy experience because uh, it was, as you said, I'm kind of at the beginning of my uh, career now. So it's it was pretty much the the third more or less like feature film that I did. And that was like one of the... Like, the, like a very big project, as you can imagine. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a, it was a lot of fun. I didn't uh, work with uh, Scarlett Johansson, I'm afraid, but I worked with uh, David Harbour for a couple of weeks, and he was absolutely fantastic. So it was, it was a great experience. D did he surprise you at all with that Russian accent? Because I'm a big fan of his too, especially from Stranger Things, and I, I didn't expect yeah. him to pull that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it did surprise me actually. I was, I was impressed the, the way that he did it. Even when I saw him, uh, like in person, I was like, what? No, it was really good. It was really good. Now, I've heard when it comes to uh, Marvel or DC, with any of these films, it's always very kind of secretive. You have to sign a lot of NDAs, yeah. things like that. You can't tell your friends and family. It's like being a part of a jury. So how is the process yeah. for you getting cast and eventually finding out that, hey, holy crap, I'm going to be in this huge film? I don't know if obviously people know much about how acting world works and stuff like that. You ba you basically go to an audition. Uh, mainly nowadays it's a self tape. You self self tape for it, and then you wait for for the result. And as many auditions come and go, you don't really expect. You kind of do an audition, forget about it, go into the next one. So I did, did that one, and I completely forgot. And then maybe two months after I did it, I got the call that I got the job. Uh, to be honest, I was, I was so happy that I, I had to tell someone. So obviously I, t I told my best friend. I had to call, the, call him on the phone and be like, listen, man, I'm sorry, but I was just casting this film. So it was, it was fantastic. And then up, up to, that, to the point of filming, it, I, I went and I met with the production people and I uh, did all the costume and I saw how the character transformed and because I don't have any tattoos, but as you can see, but on the actual film, I was completely covered with tattoos. So that was a lot of fun to do every day as well. You obviously, uh, of course, got into acting. I've been doing this for a little while now. I've done stage work, feature productions, voiceovers, a couple yeah. of feature films before Black Widow. How did that experience differ from your other ones as far as like the, the scale? And was there anything you learned as an actor in that experience that, that you could take with you to future projects? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, it's it was it was such a massive scale because we, we filmed for three weeks in this gulag, you know, prison environment. And it was there was so many extras. It was about maybe 200 extras plus all the crew. So there was around maybe three to four hundred people on the set. So it was just basically... What I learned as well is what you learn as an actor anyway, but what I learned is to stay focused and in the moment all the time because there were so many other people that were around me that were basically, you know, they, in, in the actual film, I, I had a couple of lines that they didn't make the film because of the length of the film, but there was, in, in this, mo this moment, I realized that you have to be constantly focused in order to 
kind of deliver because everybody else is waiting for you basically <laughs> That's, a, that's good advice. You, get, you gotta stay calm, right? In the midst of all, all the you gotta stay calm, man. You gotta stay, it's just like you, you know, what you do as well in recording and like life is just like you have to stay calm, lock in, and do it, you know. So. And, and you said to you, this it's like prison, like so. Did they actually film it in the setting where any green screen elements? Like, how 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 is it all set up? They did it in the studio, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, green and blue screen uh, going on. But they recreated obviously the most of the of the prison, so it was still really, really impressive, to be honest. You mentioned you did a self tape for this uh, particular role, and I, I interviewed a number of actors recently who said that the pandemic changed a lot of things for them, mainly yeah. doing more self tapes as opposed to physically going to audition only so, self-tapes so so only for you what what do you prefer do you prefer doing the, the self-tape or do you prefer having that experience where you can network with the, the cast and crew in person it's a good question man i mean to be honest it's it depends it depends like the self-tape allows you a lot of freedom uh you can do as many takes as you want you can basically do 30 takes until you're happy and uh, to send the best one but uh, there is, yeah, there is always like something about meeting people in person. Um, because in the self tape, you don't see the casting director. How the self tape works is they just send you the scene and you just record it on your own and you send it off. So you don't see the casting director. It's not like me and you having a conversation right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's so it's always nice to see the, the casting director in person as well. Uh, I'm kind of 50 50 on that one. I, can't, I, I kind of like. I kind of like both. It depends on the situation. It depends on the self tape, I suppose. Sure. But I look, I look forward to actually getting back into the room. Maybe, hopefully, in the next, whoever knows how long, we'll be <laughs> able to get back in the room. <laughs> yeah, no, for for sure. I mean, ho hopefully. I mean, it's nice to talk to you here, but it'd be cool to talk to you on a red carpet somewhere as well. Oh, bro, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'd love that. I'd love yeah. that. <laughs> and in addition, of course, to you acting in feature films and stage acting, you've also done some video game voiceover work. Now, from what I understand. You're done a little game that might be just a bit popular on Steam by the name of Total Warhammer. We're, we cover yes. a lot of gaming here. Can you tell okay. the fans about that? Yeah, I, uh, again, uh, very sorry, fans. I don't remember the name of the final game of Total Warhammer, but it was the final edition, I believe, of Total Warhammer. And I did most of like the Russian army and Russian characters. Stuff. Oh, it was a lot of fun, man. I, I love voiceover. I uh, it's It's really like probably one of the funnest things that I've done because it's you just go in a studio and record and you just go crazy. They just let you go absolutely crazy. And there is a lot of shouting and a lot of uh, swearing, but it's it's a lot of fun. You take everything out that you take out. It's really yeah. and, and in terms of in-person, you know, acting, like quote-unquote normal acting and, and voiceover work, are you interacting with like other actors as, as a voiceover artist or are you like kind of in a room yourself and just reading the lines? Or does it vary from production to production? It, it, it varies production to production. Uh, this particular one was basically uh, just me on uh, me and the screen and reading and just enacting everything. But pre pretty much, uh, I believe how it works with voiceover is you, you do go in the studio and do the stuff on your own. And then the post-production people then do their, their magic and everything happens. <laughs> Cool, cool. So I, I want to go back a little bit because you're doing all the, all this cool stuff right here. And that's fine. But every journey has a start. So growing up, I believe yeah. you grew up in, in Bulgaria, if, if, if I'm correct. When, when did you decide, you know what? I want to move out of Bulgaria. I want to eventually move to London or LA and get into show business. I did grow up in Bulgaria. It's a, I don't know if you know much about it or people know much about it, but it's a tiny country in like the southeast of Europe. It's a very nice place. Uh, it's 
everybody should go there. Please go there, visit this lovely, lovely country. I basically uh, didn't know that I want to uh, come to, to London, really. Uh, my parents made me come to London. <laughs> they got sick of me. They were like, Martin, it's time for you to leave Bulgaria. No, no, that's not, that's not it. But they advised me to basically uh, go abroad and study abroad. And I, that, that's what I did. I came here, I studied. I, I studied something else, actually. I studied um, uh, business first. Uh, and then from then on, uh, picked up and I, I went to drama school and trained and continued on, on with the journey, which is still basically going on full power, full power. <laughs> and when did you realize, okay, I'm actually pretty good at this and I can possibly make a living doing this? I'm still not sure if I'm very good at this, so I haven't <laughs> realized that yet. But uh, the the thing, uh, I, I kind of started toying up with the idea of being an actor from, from early age, but I, seriously, I took it maybe about seven years ago. And uh, then kind of from then on, it's followed up and the snowball happened. But I would imagine you've either made some rookie mistakes or some other people you know have made some rookie mistakes along the way. So for any young aspiring actors watching this right now or listening to this interview, what are some major do's and don'ts as a young actor? I, t- I try to shy away from like, you know, very serious advice to like, yeah, to, to, to people because I'm still very much a very young actor. So I'm learning myself. But what, what I did is uh, basically to, to not take things too seriously or, or, or yourself, what, what you do, uh, what you do, take it seriously, but don't take yourself uh, too seriously. Because there is a lot of rejection and there is a lot of no, and you need to get used to that. And as soon as you get used to that, it'll get, it'll get easier. But I can say whatever I say, you have to, people have to go through their experiences. You have to go through the rejection. You have to go through the, the, the negative emotion that comes with it so you can find the positive out of it and stuff like that. But and that's pretty much what I think is the most important, really, especially as a young actor. And, and would you just say also not taking things too seriously? Because I, re- I recently interviewed an actress and she told me that she learned not to take things too seriously uh, and take it personally when one time a casting director went up to her and said, Hey, you did great. You nailed this audition, but you remind me so much of my ex-wife. I can't cast you. This is what I'm saying. This is <laughs> this is exactly the example of this, and it's happened not with me. It's happened with friends for 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 specific reasons, exactly like these that have nothing to do with like their acting performance. So, it's pretty much that. It's pretty much that. Cool. Find a lot of hobbies. Find a lot of hobbies. This Ooh. is what you should do. <laughs> okay. Okay. You brought up some hobbies. So, what do you like to do for fun when you're not acting? Yeah, I'm an artist as well. Actually, I do. I paint uh, and I do um, sometimes street art. And so this is my main hobby slash side kind of gig that I do. So I do that a lot. That's fantastic. Do you do you have any paintings or any artwork you could show us on screen? I do. Well, I do, actually. Uh, this is this is one of them. But let me see if I can I move the phone. Let's see. Oh, actually, I'll pick up the phone. So this is one of the artworks that i kind of most recently done it's like it's wow. wacky and it, it's man. crazy so yeah so there you go thanks man yeah so this is basically the type of stuff that i do it kind of allows me to like <laughs> express whatever i want to express in the camera it's just raw without any any you know stoppages at all it's a it's a cool hobby and, and you know i i do recall when i was doing some research on you that you that you were talking about some nfts on twitter and yeah. You know, I, I know a little bit about crypto investing and everything. NFTs are still kind of like this new phenomenon. I'm curious, as a creator on, on that other side, yeah. as somebody just, you know, buying NFTs, but somebody that's actually an artist creating the digital art, 
how has that kind of helped you and affected your art in, in any way in terms of like the marketplace? I know this is technically a hobby, not necessarily your career, but I would imagine this could be a, another potential revenue stream for your career. Oh, completely, man. Completely. I, I, I am basically in the process of making uh, like an, an NFT collection, actually, and uh, doing a website and do all the stuff. It's it's a, it's a, man, I, I think it's obviously we know now that it's kind of the future and what's going to happen with with every market in a way. But especially for, as, a, as, a, as a creative, it allows you to actually get royalties for your work ones that you can't really get because if you sell an art piece like this one you just get the the you know you just get the money of the the, the first transaction and then from then on people can make money out of your work but you can't make money out of that so it's actually it's a very good opportunity yeah for sure well now we always like to have a little bit of a lightning round rapid fire random questions we ask all our guests just wow. for folks to get to okay. know them better are you ready okay okay yeah i think so go on <laughs> what's your favorite late night snack or cheat meal uh, that is actually uh, Kinder Bueno uh, that have like those little eggs, uh, chocolate eggs. That's it. Who is your all-time favorite actor? All-time favorite actor. Okay, I'll say Al Pacino. Yes, I same. I think me personally, there's a lot of great actors out there, uh, but for me personally, I think like Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. You could flip a coin and who's like the goat, like the greatest, like the greatest of all time. Oh, of course, of course. Like those guys are I, amazing. Oh man! Absolutely. You, absolutely. So, so I'm gonna ask you then. Okay, you said Al Pacino, huge Al Pacino fan. What's one Al Pacino film you could watch like a hundred times? Well, I mean, I I don't want to be cheesy and obviously say The Godfather because that's like everybody's answer. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. Uh, the one the one film that actually it's Scent of a Woman. I absolutely Ooh. love Scent of a Woman. That's kind of an underrated yeah, title yeah. in his, his filmography. It's a very underrated, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah very, but I, I love him. I love his performance. The film itself, it's it's a beautiful film. You've been doing this for a little while now. Obviously, you're, you're getting some attention for Black Widow. You're getting some attention for The King's Man, which we'll talk about in a second as well. Yeah. But is there any work that you would love fans to check out that maybe they don't know about? Something that you feel is a little bit underrated, either on the video game side, stage side, film side, wherever? You can uh, check out, uh, there is a show... I don't know if you have Channel 4 in America at all. There is, is a show on Channel 4. Uh, it's called Before We Die. Uh, it's actually a, a nice a nice little uh, crime drama show. Uh, I think it's only six episodes. Uh, you should check that out. It was kind of under the radar, but it's a it's a nice show, actually. Have you thought about moving to the U.S. at all? Oh, I, oh yes. Many a time. Many a time. Uh, one day. One day, yeah. Hopefully, um, I'll be coming to L.A. maybe next year. Hopefully. We'll see. But yeah, I haven't been to the US, U.S. yet. But now that, because don't want to be political, but uh, U.S. doesn't like Bulgarian people traveling to the U.S. Mm, so yeah. I, I, I had to get a British passport now to basically to do that. So I can do it now. Yeah, I, I would imagine the pandemic didn't help things either with the borders. Oh, and no, everything at all. Else. <laughs> no, at all. No, at all. Absolutely, absolutely. And the whole Trump saga. So. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm no sorry. no no hey, it's okay it's okay we're, we're uh i had we're, to bring that up <laughs> we're just, don't remind me martin uh, damn it <laughs> oh good. sorry man sorry uh, all good all good what is your most awkward moment as an actor if we're at a party and, and we're just shooting the breeze i'm like martin you know tell me a, a funny story something wacky that happened to you on set maybe offset uh what would come to mind 
Yeah, so I was eight years old and I was doing this school play and uh, I was playing the kind of dad in the play, although I was eight years obviously, but I was playing the dad in the play and uh, we had to do this weird dance uh, and the pants were too big uh, for me, so uh, they fell off. In front, luckily, I was obviously wearing underpants, but they fell off in front of all the audience. But everybody laughed, and I loved it. And I was like, maybe I should do that. <laughs> there you go. You, you, t- you took it in stride. You have to. You have to. You have to. <laughs> oh, man. What's been your most challenging role in all the acting you've done up to that point, besides the the, the pantsless character you played? Uh, I did this... Uh, play uh it was part of my training uh actually uh and it's called Philomena it's a, it's an old italian play um and i had to play one of the one of the lead characters and he was he he was quite challenging because first of all because he was uh, he was originally in the play he was 40 and now at the time that i was playing that i was in my early 20s so i had to understand how how you know some men could be grumpy at that, at that time of their life. So I had to like channel into that and all of that. But that was the most challenging one in terms of uh, as well, text and, uh, you know, learning experience. But it, but it was as well the most rewarding, to be honest. If I'm traveling to London and or Bulgaria, what are two spots I should check out in each place? In London, uh, you should definitely check out, uh, well, Tower Bridge. Go to Tower Bridge. It's pretty nice. It's in terms of like touristic uh, views. This is pretty much that. It's 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 impressive. It's really nice. In terms of Bulgaria, you should go to a city called Plovdiv. This is where I'm from, and we have loads of uh, Roman amphitheaters still in the city left from from back in the day. And we do plays and performances and concerts there. So you should. There is a massive one when you when you go to Plovdiv, you'll see it. You should definitely go to that one. Random question. I'm a wrestling fan. Are you familiar at all with Rusev or uh, Miro? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know Rusev. Yeah, he was pretty uh, famous in Bulgaria at one point. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's badass. He's in he's in uh, all elite wrestling right now on on TNT in the states. And yeah, he's that 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 is dude's a still... beast. So hopefully you two can work together one day. Oh, that would be lovely. I haven't I haven't watched wrestling in a long time, but uh, is he still going strong? Yeah, no, he's ha- he he had a run in WWE, and they kind of. Stopped using him for a while. He went to AEW and he's been killing it, man. He just, yeah, he's amazing. He, he's great. Like, I feel like he's a guy that I could definitely see in some like MCU films as like a villain or, or something down the Oh, he, he has to. Yeah, he's so good in that. He <laughs> yeah. has to do that. Absolutely. And as far as upcoming projects you have, uh, the floor is yours. I know I saw on IMDb you have a, <laughs> a film called The King's Men. And from what I understand, ironically enough, if I'm not mistaken, you also <laughs> play a prisoner there like you, like you did in Black Widow. Is that, is that correct? No, that's that's it, it's close. It's close. Yeah. It's still in the prison, but this time I'm playing the prison guard. Oh, okay, so, uh, okay. There you go. So from yes, inmate yes, to yes. guard. All right, cool. So can you tell us yeah, yeah. about the Kingsman and any other projects you're allowed to talk about? Yeah, of course. Uh, the Kingsman. I, I I'm playing this prison guard in this scene. I don't know if I can tell too much about the scene or what's what's happening in it, but it's I it's looking like it's going to be a really really nice uh, film you know, part of the the, tr- the trilogy now that they're going to have. So it's it's really exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to see it, especially it's been delayed now yeah. four times already. So I'm, wow. I really hope it, I really hope, hope it comes out in December now officially. <laughs> and something else, uh, I, I'm, I have a small production company with a really good mate of mine. He's also an actor and director. And we have now a couple of personal projects that we work on and we're going to be filming one very soon. 
And then from then on, we're going to do another one after that. And so those are the things that I'm working on at the moment quite, quite like seriously. Oh, I don't know you your own production company. That's pretty cool. So how important yeah. is it to kind of have your own thing on the side, not just the, your artwork and everything else and things outside of acting, but a small production company to kind of do your own thing? Do you feel like you kind of learn a lot more about the whole process and everything as an actor? Yeah, completely. I, uh, to be honest, it's, you learn, you learn, I learned the most uh, doing that because you have a complete creative control of what you want to do. Because uh, as actors, we, you know, you go and it's what the director wants you to do. This is what you do. So you have a certain creative control, but but not as much sometimes. And to have a production company and to do your own thing and decide as an actor is actually really, really important because it allows you to, to delve in deeper into bigger roles and more interesting stuff, for sure. Awesome. Well, Martin, we really do appreciate the time. Is there anything you wish that I did ask you in this interview? Anything I wish? Man, to be honest, I'm actually... No, you asked ev asked everything that I wanted to ask, which is which is really nice. Where can fans Thanks, find man. you online? You can find me online on Instagram, uh, at Martin Raspopov. You can find me on Twitter, at Martin Raspopov. I have a website as well. Uh, those are the two, the three kind of social media platforms that I use the most. And you can currently catch him in Marvel Studios, Black Widow, currently streaming on Disney+. Plus. Martin, thank you so much for your time. Actually, you also have a website too, right? You want to plug that? Yeah, website www.martinraspopov.com. Please visit, have a look, see what I do. It'll be greatly appreciated. It'll be greatly appreciated. Check him out. He's got his IMDb, his showreel, everything there. If you want to book him, check him out. And hey, oh, if you book if him you after watching or listening to this, <laughs> tell him TSC sent you.